What's going on, y'all? This is Mike Brown, and I just wanted to welcome y'all to this week's episode of The Art of Letting Go. While I have your attention, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to the podcast, and also leave a review. Let people know what you think. I also want to shout out all our Patreon subscribers this month, Eric Watkins, Mike Casey, Rachel Jameson, Amber Crane. Thank y'all so much for subscribing. Also, if you would like to subscribe, you can go to patreon.com, look for The Art of Letting Go, you know, we got exclusive episodes and everything there. So check us out. Start of letting go. Yeah. Back to back dope episodes. I've been chilling. They ask why I look so good. And I tell them it's a feeling. Jay told me rap about self-love and healing. I tried to give a couple of bars how I've been dealing. Rapping in my journal and I'm still meditating. Go outside every day. In the morning I be praying. Taking breaks from everything. That's people, places, and things. I slow down from hanging out because I'm chasing my dreams. Ain't had a drink in a month. I've been stopped smoking blunts. I write it down and manifest. That's everything that I want I got friends around me I know love surrounds me But feeling it within Feels better than many men Now I gotta bring it back To the front of the episode This was pretty cold Not a stale moment in the show So Brother Jay came through And blessed the pod You know that we made it past high school Thank God So without further ado I gotta go Shit you know this is the art of letting go We made it past 174 this 175 thank god we still alive fool yo what up this is mike brown and this is the art of letting go today i got a special guest in the building um man we go back like four flats on a cadillac um, you know, one of, one of the, the first people I met in high school, cause I didn't grow up in most city. I went to school in, in league city, um, kind of like down in clear Lake and shit. And when I got the Elkins, you and your brother w- were two of the first people, I'm going to say one of the, the first people I met, but it's two of y'all. So <laughs> two of the <laughs> first people I met, but man, um, and we still connected on this journey, you know, it's definitely, definitely been us on our own journeys and shit, but we reconnected in December, man. And, uh, you know, like y'all just poured into me. And I think that's also partially why I'm, why I'm here, you know? So I would love if you just introduce yourself to the people. Oh man, I'm glad to be here, man. I'm so brother Jay on all platforms. I've been at what I'm doing. Some people say is hoodoo. Some people just say is it's just regular stuff um, that black people been doing. The ancestors been doing forever, you know. I'm also um, in Omo Awo and uh, ATR Isheche. Um, or some people call it Ifa, you know, depending or Lukumi or if they walk that path instead. That's a sister to Isheche, um, but it's an African traditional religion. Um, for those that don't know, um, that are a part of that religion and seeing this podcast, I'm also, I'm Omo Eshu, which means that I'm a child of Eshu in that tradition. Um, and he's like the divine messenger. So it's interesting to be in this seat that I've been planted 
planted on and being actually a part of someone that's a divine messenger in that pantheon. You know what I mean? And um, I'm a I I guide meditations, but I don't call myself a meditation guide. I'm a divine re I'm I'm a divine rememberer. You know what I mean? So I help people remember. That's that's all I do. Remember, help you remember where you are, remember where you're going, and remember how to be good to yourself in that journey. You know what I mean? So nothing nothing too special or title related or anything like that to throw out. I could say yes, I'm a Reiki master and all of that, and but I'm just a divine remember. I just help you to remember the best in you. That's all I do, man. That's what's up, man, and that's that's real shit. Uh, I'm definitely gonna co-sign you on that because, uh, like I said, when we saw each other, I was talking about quitting my job, and uh, y'all were definitely, you know, encouraging me like to to do it and you know, talking about having that conversation when I do do it. And, and here we are today, you know, so I appreciate that. Oh man. I'm just glad to be a part of the journey, bro. Like we go, like you say, we go way back, man. And it's a blessing to still have a friend like that from over all that time, man. All of our lives have changed tremendously. Yeah, man. You know I mean? Yeah. I remember, I remember sitting out there and it's interesting. Um, to even think about that right now, because I remember sitting out there with y'all, and we would talk. Oh, we would just talk about music forever in a day. Yeah, forever in a day, and not even realize that the things we were sharing with each other was showing where we were healing at in certain spaces at that time too. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Um, it's just it's just a beautiful thing, man. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's man. Sweet. Yeah, we gonna we gonna get into it. How how are you feeling today, though? Like how are, you know just checking in? How you feeling today? Today, man, I'm man. All I can say is, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's interesting that this caught me on a day of the days because when we first when we were when we first scheduled this, I I was like at the at the height of everything going on. You know, I just done a panel and everything. And to be speaking to you today, and it's like, it's like I'm in the tower moment. You know what I mean? It's just like, okay, let me recenter myself. Let me regather myself. Let me remind myself why I'm doing this. You know what I mean? So I don't fall into the old cycle of repeating bad habits or walking backwards or looking over my shoulder at, at the at negative things and trying to make that feel like that's what's going on today. Cause it's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, man, if I can, if I can sum that up like that, that's, that's how I would do it. Bro. Nah, that's perfect. That's perfect, man. I appreciate how about you? it, man. I'm, I'm feeling good. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I haven't been drinking or smoking like since the month started. And I mean, it's not that much time, but it is enough time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I found in the past, because I, I usually go through these waves of, you know, I'm going to drink, I'm not going to drink, I'm going to smoke weed, I'm not going to smoke weed. And there's that period of agitation um, where your body is adjusting. And this is the first time I don't feel it. It's the first time I don't feel it. And I've been running on a natural high that is really oh my gosh it's, it's different man like i i can't even explain it um i don't know if you're too familiar with like 
the 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 ballroom or voguing culture, but uh, I've I've inserted myself in that space, and I would find a lot of times when I would go into these competitions that I would drink just to get myself loose, just to kind of loosen up. And oh. Friday was my first time doing it completely sober, no drinking, no nothing. And I felt in the flow, man, in the same flow of playing basketball, in the same flow of, you know, making music, the same flow of painting, you know, teaching a class when I know what the fuck I'm doing and I'm sharp on my shit. It was that same feeling. And, um, man, I'm just, just feeling so appreciative to be where I am today and having the tools that I have. Cause man, like I'm starting to see that everybody has not done the work that I've done a lot. And, and in my, my close spaces, you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm recognizing like, I just got to keep pushing. I got to keep pushing. That's the best thing I could do is to lead by example, you know, mm. rather than telling somebody what they should or shouldn't do or how to do it is really just being an example with my own life. And, uh, I feel good, man. I feel really good. That's, that's the best I could sum it up today. <laughs> oh man. I love that, man. I love that. Can we bounce back to the smoking thing for just one second? Yeah, for sure. I want to, I want to show you something. And a lot of people don't realize this. When we ingest those, we for, we we forget that that's medicine. We forget that we forget that that's a plant spirit that we're sure. ingesting. We're ingesting a whole different spirit into our bodies, and we're treating it like it's trash, like it's just whatever. You know what I mean? And we don't respect it. So at, when we that's I honestly think that's what creates the paranoia. That's what creates the anxiety because you're you're not using it to actually be to use it for medicinal practices you're just using it just to say that you used it and you forget that that's an actual spirit that you're taking in so you're attaching a spirit to yourself that you don't know have a relationship with you don't you don't really know how to work with it you just know that somebody before you started it told you it was a cool thing to do and you watched them do it and now it's taken over you and and now you want it because it, you like what it does to you, but you don't realize that it's opening yourself up for portals for anything to touch you, for anything to come into the space to not be good if you're not in the correct space while you're ingesting it. You know what I mean? And but but the twist to that, the twist to that is the fact that a lot of people do it when they're creating art. You know what I mean? So that's one of the that's one of the major ways that you can honor that spirit is using it correctly. Yeah. To put you in the center of focus and understanding that your mind can be open to the beauty of your craft, the beauty of your art. And man, and being without it and not having the anxiety of that and still getting that shows you that you used it the correct way. Yeah, to where man. It, it didn't have a hold on you for you to automatically run back to it because you don't you, you don't have that anymore. It was, that shows you that what you what you have right now has always been into you, and the only thing that did was release it. You're absolutely That's right. It. You're absolutely right, and it's funny you say that because man, I've gone through phases with it. I mean, I've been I've been smoking weed since I was 20 years old, and you know, at first it it started as fun. You know, it was something fun to do, and 
once I started using it while I was creating, you know, I think that's the thing that people need to recognize too, is you can use it while you create, but it's not what's making you creative. Right. You know what I mean? And I think right. there were points in my life where I felt like this is what's making me creative. And oh. once, once I realized this is not it, I I had to, I've, I've had a, I've, I've been developing a relationship with this for a long time. And when I go through my, my waves, like I said, I go through waves of, I think it's, it's also that habit of just picking something up, you know, that, that hand motion of just moving it to your mouth, moving it to your face that we get addicted to. And, you know, like you said, abusing it. And I will say, you know, cause I've, I've talked about using another form of medicine on this podcast, which is uh mushrooms. Uh, and I think I was taught properly with them. That's why I don't use them unless I feel, unless, unless I'm called to do them. Right. And I'll tell you when I, when I've taken breaks from marijuana, I do feel that spiritual aspect of it. I do feel like, you know, if I go for a walk outside, I, I may smoke a joint before and go for a walk and it's an enlightening walk, you know? And, um, I don't know. I'm just getting to that place where it's, it's just, I have everything I need inside of me that I, I, I don't have to go search for nothing. Like, you know, the last time I did take a spiritual trip, I told myself, I'm not looking for anything. And that, that, that was the most beautiful feeling to have is to know that I have every single thing that I need inside of me. And, um, man, yeah, I, I appreciate you sharing that and no judgment to anybody that does use it in whatever way, you know, yeah. we all, we all have our own journeys with it and figuring sure. it out, but I, I'm so appreciative of where I got with it, you know? For sure. I'm, and, and I love that you just said that because that's a great reminder to anyone to know that your journey is not my journey. You know what I mean? You don't have to be where I am or, or where you are with it. Um, only thing that I would say is just to take your time and honor yourself. Give yourself grace. In every single moment, give yourself grace. Don't be hard on yourself out here. It's hard enough without you adding extra to it. Just give yourself grace. It doesn't even it doesn't even matter like where you are. It doesn't matter. Just yeah. give yourself grace. You know what I mean? And I appreciate you sharing that. And I, I didn't know we was we was gonna go here with this episode, but I I appreciate you sharing that because within this journey of, you know, um sobriety, there have been parts and and when I say sobriety, I'm not saying I'm just out here like I'm never gonna do it again. I don't know what I'm oh. gonna do again. You know, I'm day to day. <laughs> but, uh, you know, there were points where I judged myself for my consumption. And to me, it's like, well, why do it if you're going to judge yourself? You know, and mm. also like now being in a space of like, like I said, I'm I'm in the space of, hey, I'm not doing this for 90 days. But if it does happen within those 90 days, I'm not going to punish myself for it. You know, oh, man, I'm I'm so glad you said that because that's what that's also where I am with it. Yeah. I told myself the last time I I ingested even with mushrooms, um, I told myself because I I love mushrooms and I I'm a I can journey without it. I don't yeah, really need yeah. it to journey, but it's a it's a great doorway into it. Um, 
I told myself, I'm not until I sit and learn about the spiritual aspect of each in a in a in a way that it relates to my path. I'm going to step back, and I'm gonna I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna work through my things that way. The next time I'm not um, I'm not working through something that's that's traumatizing while I'm while I'm on mushrooms because you know it can get dark you know of course yeah um, yeah it's, it's gonna take you where you need to go man that's it and I, I told myself I said I want to give myself I want to make sure every time I do it that it's not in a place where I'm sad after yeah you know what I mean I want I want to I want to make sure that I'm in full gratitude no matter what show up no matter how it looks I'm in full gratitude. I'm open to learning. I'm not operating in ego saying that it should have went this way or it should have mm-hmm. looked that way. You know what I mean? I'm I'm now in a place to where I can say, Hey, I'm here. I'm I'm open. Show me. I'm ready to learn. I'm ready to learn. You know? And and that I appreciate you sharing that because that like I said, I, I was introduced to them as being like teachers um the first the first ones i had ever tried were called golden teachers and you know it was to receive whatever lesson you get and you know when you when you trip for the first time it could definitely take you places where like that you look for it the next time like oh, i want to see colors i want to do this i want to do that and it's not about that you know what i mean like yeah. all that all that stuff does feel good but at the same time that's not what you do it for and uh you know i find not not even just with this i think i think one thing that they showed me is that it's not the actual mushroom or the weed or the liquor or not and it and it just doesn't have to be those things it's not mm-hmm. the shoes or whatever 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 mm-hmm. your vice is it's all the other elements that are put into that is how you feel the people you're around the music you listen to the space you in yes you know yes the the time of day it's a lot of elements yes. that go into that feeling and when Absolutely. i recognize that like you said whether it take you on and and i will say and and correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like i've never had a bad trip and i say that because even when it's taking me to a couple of places where i i had to face some shit and deal with some shit mm-hmm. it was done in such a beautiful way that I still was able to receive a lesson from it. You know, there was one time I was on the beach and uh, that's how you could tell I'm, I'm self-employed now. Cause I'm talking about <laughs> like a motherfucker, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I, uh, I was on the beach and I'm telling you every traumatic experience that I could think of came up within this, this, this trip. And that was from like, you know, as early as like hanging out with people in school and and being shot at with these people to shit that I experienced in adulthood. And it put all those things in front of me and something in me made me reflect on them and laugh at them. And being able to laugh at my own pain, something about Mm. it just brought me some peace. And um, yeah, man, I, I, I can't even explain it. Oh man, there's there's actually nothing to correct about that, man. That's that's right and exact. And I say that I say when I say traumatizing, my I'm I don't want to say my second 
I um, it was like, I would say it was about my my fourth time. Yeah, my fourth time looking back, and um, it was I I actually partnered with somebody. Um, they had already um done it as well, so I'm thinking it's it's going to be a good time. We're just going to journey, and they went. <laughs> it's hard. It's, it's hard to put it into words. Um, it's almost like um, schizophrenia. Wow. Um, wow. They, yeah, yeah. And they were like climbing the walls and jumping everywhere. And I had to, while I was under, I was still. I still had to snap out of it. Now I'm telling you, I'm watching wow. the walls breathe. I'm watching things move. I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, and I'm having to cover them at the same time because I also do spiritual protection. Yeah. So I had to cover them while I was under. That's actually what um, what got me into spiritual protection more um, was because of what I'm already a seer. So I can see the entities and everything that's going on around around them. And I'm watching them go into a dark place. And I'm having to take them and like put them in the shower and turn the water on cold and wow. sit there with them and 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 guide them down to help them remember that they're okay. And the whole time I'm under, yeah. so it it gave me it gave me that perspective that actually kind of kind of hurt me for a second. So I kind of kind of backed up on it. That's one of the reasons why I backed up on it um, because I'm trying to heal from that space because it turned my beautiful experience into me trying to now care for them mm. in, a, in a whole different way than just being a guide. I'm having to be a psychiatrist at the same wow. time. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, like having to call, call back. And I, and, and it's interesting. I, I hope I'm not saying anything too wild for you because no, I, I also all. do conjuring and I, I do act and speak with spirits a lot. So I'm seeing spirits talk to me about this person. And unfortunately, this person wasn't um, who they said they were mm. in the beginning. And, mm. and, the, and spirit told on them to me. And I'm having to try to find something good, even though this person told me a lie about the whole system and what they had experienced and it wasn't true <laughs> and I'm, I'm yeah 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 and so they haven't actually they weren't actually as experienced as they said they were yeah and and now i'm dealing with that Damn. at the same time <laughs> you know what i mean so i mean going back to just to bring it full circle it's important for us to see those things as gra with gratitude as well you know what i mean yeah. just how you said that you were speaking in a how you were speaking in a way like you haven't had a bad experience that's so important when you're journeying to see the good no matter no matter how anything show up to see all of those things as a teachable moment like like you said forget the colors forget the the, the little sprites or whatever that show up and all of that but to see things as a teachable moment about your surroundings and who's who in that space 
You know what I mean? Because that's super important. And I'm sorry for going off to the side. Nah, you good. You good. <laughs> yeah, you good. Yeah. Um, something I wanted to ask you, man, was how did you get on your spiritual journey? And I asked that because, you know, just being from where we from, like it it ain't very many people that that's on the shit that we on, you know what I'm saying? Cause I, I definitely want to want to touch on some of the things that you do, but I really wanted to start there first. Oh man. Um, one of the major things for me, Oh, and I've, I've never told this to anyone in the public space. So forgive me if I get a little worked up. Nah, you this good. is the first time you I'm good. saying this out loud to someone else. That's not my twin brother. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, I was a, I was in church. I closed my eyes and something told me, something whispered in my in my my ear to open my eyes just a little bit. And I saw things that were not human running around throughout the church. Wow. And some of them had some of them had wings and everything like like big white wings and and gold around them and they were just running around they were running throughout people they were running and 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 showing themselves trying to show themselves to people that they could that they thought that could see them and i had um that was my first time realizing that i was a seer because they came to me and it was kind of like a you know how a puppy tilts his head sideways kind of that's what they did to me like and they wow. were like oh you can really see me like they they spoke in a, in a, a language that was that Bro, was you gave not me I, just now like they weren't i wasn't accustomed to the language that they were speaking they were speaking in an entirely different language and when it hit me i felt like that language i felt that language register to me in a way that i've never felt anything before and it's like it's almost like I felt a jolt in my body, like they activated something. Because I I literally felt I was standing still, but it literally felt like I was turning around in circles at warp speed. Like wow. like everything was running in a straight line. Wow. You know what I mean? And um going from that, I I sat there for a second. Um and then I was like, okay, I'm I'm tripping. <laughs> I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I know I'm tripping. So let me go back to praying with everybody else. Because you know it was in that moment where the organ was going and you know what I mean, and everybody was was about to get hyped, you know. So yeah. it was moving into that moment. I was like, okay, maybe I'll just jump up and down. I don't know what I don't really know what I'm doing. Let me just jump up and down like everybody else and hopefully I can forget what I seen. Wow. That yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So so and um and it's it's interesting to get into that part because right not long after that I was working um I I was off and on with my grandmother um and we lived in Sunnyside um and I was just going through um helping my grandmother out she had a little garden little garden on the corner lot and she would show me little things that was like um what you would now call rude work yeah. And whatnot. Um, she would show me little things like that, but it was still on the basis of um, adding the Bible and prayers and psalms and stuff to it. So 
it was, she had this little thing that she would show me how to do. She would say, okay, now go outside and cut something off for me. And not realizing that I'm learning a whole different path and go along wow. with what I was, what I thought was Christianity. I, she threw a whole different thing in it and she never showed anybody else. It was just me and her doing this stuff. Wow. Just me and her. And after that, it, it was just bouncing back and forth. And then till I realized, um, that this is my calling. Like it wasn't just, it wasn't just sitting at the altar and hoping that one day I become a, a pastor or something like that. Or it wasn't, that wasn't for me. I was, I was told that I was supposed to be a pastor. Um, but for my path, man, it, it, in a way I'm moving into priesthood, but it's in a different way. You know what I mean? And it's, uh, to have that, be my start that's my start man that was my wow. start a little kid as a seer yeah that's that's interesting yeah. you say that because people used to tell me when i was younger like oh you're gonna be a preacher you're gonna be a pastor and i used to be like fuck no <laughs> hell nah and uh you know i i realize how much power my words do have you know mm-hmm. and um i still i still don't like that title I don't like that title, but I, I understand mm-hmm. what people were saying when they were saying it, you know? In a, in a way, when you say that, it's to remind you that even though without the without the title being in it, you're still bringing people to their truth. For sure. For sure. You're, you're still, you're still re- reminding people to be in alignment yeah. with their higher self. Yeah. So, so in a way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Of course. You know? You know, you know, in a way, you're not necessarily at the temple because you are the temple. You know what I mean? Man, so, man. So, yeah, when 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 they come to you, they are indeed in service, bro. Yeah, I appreciate when that. You, yes, sir. <laughs> um, something you mentioned that you you are and kind of tying everything that we were talking about with like the mushrooms and stuff. Um, you said that you are Reiki master and I have done Reiki before and I can tell you in my Reiki experiences, it has been just as enlightening, if not more than actually digesting shrooms. But I I would love to know what's your experience with Reiki? Oof. It's pretty on par, bro. That's pretty on par. Like I, my experience was very much so like transformative like i i was in a a place going through this man i wasn't i i I wasn't even aware of what it was before getting into it yeah i had a reading where somebody told me that that's a part of my path because i have i have healing hands or, or golden hands and something said something said to me they said healing healing hands in reiki is the same thing as laying of the hands when somebody pray for you so it's not necessarily um disconnected from what they do to reiki it's all connected it's all together so learning reiki all i did was learn a different terminology for what i was already doing yeah, you know what I mean, 
So it was for me, it opened up a way to say, hey, let me show you how to channel those energies that you're already working with to make sure that they're benevolent to calling calling in these energies in a way that you may not always have the words for, but you know the intention for. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it's been on ever since. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Um are people are people receptive to your practices being because you I know you moved out of Texas out of Houston and then you move back to Houston, but yeah. what is, what is the response like to, uh, uh, to your practices in Houston? Um, in Houston, to be honest, it's been, it's been interesting, man. Um, I didn't, I didn't have, I don't, let me not use that word. I was, I was finding out that there was not much of a, an us, in the tradition out here, you know what I yeah. mean? Um, so there are a lot of Spanish people in the tradition and trying to trying to find a sense of community um, out here and running into people that try to make, tried to make me feel weird for what I believe in. Um, and it's interesting because it's always been full circle. I've had people like, make fun of me for like talking to spirits or family members like oh you you feel special because so and so came to you and not to us and um and a lot of that was just projection yeah but but at the same time it made me realize like i'm um i should be okay with how what how any of that show up because my my tribe is here. Yeah. My tribe my tribe doesn't have to be exactly in Houston, not everybody, but there's definitely somebody here for me. You know what I mean? And um and my purpose is here. That's why I'm here. When it's no longer my purpose here, then I'll be somewhere else. Just like when I was in New York and just like when I was in Seattle. When my purpose yeah. is up here, I'll be go- I'll be led to go somewhere else. And yeah. Um so while everybody around me at this time, not, not too many people are receptive. I'm lucky to have a divine partner that honor what I, I believe in and respect it, even though we're not on the same path, she still respect it. And that's, to me, that's more than I could even ask for, to yeah. be honest, as I can go outside, sure. And, and it could be a hundred people out there doing the same thing I do, but not really respect my path in it but to have a, a respect from somebody that is dear to you man that's that's everything man that's everything to me yeah that's what's up man that's what's up um man i want to get into because this this is something i know absolutely nothing about but i've i've seen you like mention but like tarot um um what or like tarot and bone reading like what is that i'm exactly? sorry i skipped on my end can you repeat that my bad i said uh, what is tarot and what is uh, bone reading like i've okay. never i've never heard of before well i mean i've heard i've oh. heard of tarot but i'm not familiar with bone tarot reading. tarot and bone reading they're just reminders of your connection with benevolent spirit and what's already there 
and sometimes malevolent spirit, but it depends on your path. Um, and they're just great reminders of what you already know. Really, they're just confirmers. They're just confirming something you already feel in your intuition. You know what I mean? Um, that's if you that's if you sit with yourself enough. Let me just say that that's if you sit with yourself enough, you can hear things without even using those tools that those tools are going to give you anyway. Um, so they're just a system of tools to help you understand your intuition or to guide your intuition in a direction. Um, and that's it. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't even read those things the same. Um, I can, like, I've been reading, I've been reading tarot for over a decade. And when I tell you, I read people all the time that use an entirely different system. Some people have created their own systems. Yeah. Um, like me, I have my own spreads, which is my own way of reading. Um, that I created. Um, yes, I have been taught by others, but the things that I've, I found in those have worked for me. Um, for instance, um, for instance, we'll say, um, like a three of cups. Some people read it as you're about to be the life of the party. I might read it as you, you're reaching a new level in spiritual development to where you'll be, you'll be praised for what you know. You know what I mean? Like, it just depends on what it, what the reading is about. Um, it, it depends on if it's relationships, if it's career, if it's general. Um, it depends on, it depends on basically the service that you're wanting and what they, what each card relates to. Um, and then there are very different decks because you also have oracle decks um that are more detailed um well they're more in some ways they can be more detailed in some ways they can be super general let me say that too that way i don't create any way of confusion you know what i mean um so with with cards it's always left up to the subject and the context of what you're reading um whereas um, bone readings is bones and curios, so um, each thing means something different and direct. It's a little bit more yeah. detailed based than reading from yeah. a card, um, because you you develop a relationship with each singular piece. A lot of those pieces are living pieces, um, meaning that they actually have DNA from something else yeah. in them, like they're living pieces. Um, and and you might you might say like you might have a piece of um piece of snake vertebrae or something like that or you might have a you might have a a, a jaw from a raccoon or something like that or you might have you might have a a piece of of tortoise shell or something or um you might have something like a little a little charm or something oh, or wow. a pair of dice oh. um for instance one of the things that I I like to include in my that I include in my set, I have a a little trinket of Mayat, and she's uh, justice, balance, truth. You know what I mean, and reminding you to be on yeah. your path, to remind reminding you to be true to yourself, reminding you to hold integrity, um, reminding you reminding you in that particular scenario to be on the right side of things and not to be a person that 
operates in a way where you can't sleep at night. You know what I mean? And reminding you, the reminding, honestly reminding you to be, for your heart to be light as a feather, to operate in your heart space so that you can be true to yourself. You know what I mean? That's, you see the difference between that versus when I mentioned the three of cups, how detailed that got and that trinket, because those pieces have a direct connection to whoever's reading from them. Whereas cards, I can pick up, I can pick up personally, I can pick up somebody else's card and read from those too. But you can't do the same with a bone reader set. You can't because each singular, each singular piece is, is found somewhere, whether yeah. it be in nature, whether it be a gift from someone else. It's, a, it's all a direct connection to you as a person. Yeah, not necessarily as a spiritual person, but just you as a person in general. Those pieces have something of significance to you. Peace, y'all. This is Soul Brother Jay. Just want to do a quick meditation with y'all to show y'all how to pull in the power from your benevolent earthly ancestors from your past, releasing it into your present and then carrying it to your future. Here we go. Turning your head to the left. You're wanting to take in all of the ancestor magic. All of the power. The wisdom. The endurance. The determination. That they bestowed upon you. Pull it from the past. Turn your head to the center, exhaling, releasing that energy into your present. Deep breath from your center. Turn your head to the right. Exhale, extending that power to your future. And you wanna cycle again. Deep breath from the left. Calling in that ancestral wisdom. The benevolent ancestors are here. And releasing it into your present. On exhale. Deep breath from your center. Turn your head to the right. And exhaling. into your future, extending that magic and power from your divine benevolent ancestors. I wanted to talk to you about Black men's mental health and healing for us. And being that you are a healer, I wanted to know, what does that look like for you? Like, what do you see for us? Um, one of the major things um, we have to do is we have to recalibrate what black manhood is mm. um, and how that looks um, and realizing just like we as a people aren't a monolith, black manhood isn't monolithic either. either. I mean, it looks different for everybody um, you're because, because your needs as a man aren't the same as someone else's. You know what I mean? And you have to be okay with that because you have to learn how to be okay within yourself. 
You know what yeah. I mean? And that's the that's the first step um, in recalibrating man black manhood is self love and understanding that you should have worth too. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of the times we get so much at being solely just the executioner of things that we forget that we have to we need to take in things too that we have needs and we have um places in this world that aren't just centered around what we can provide sometimes it's how we nurture too sometimes it's sometimes it's how we show up for our communities um in a way that doesn't say I'm tough all the time, but showing people that we can, that it's okay to feel that we can feel some things other than anger too. You know what I mean? It it brings us to a place to have some understanding that our path isn't linear. So we shouldn't always be looking for um, things that say we have this now, or we have that, or, or basically possessions in general um, shouldn't be at the forefront, but operating out at your heart space is going to bring you into those things, but it's not going to be in a way all the time that causes stress, that causes anxiety, um, and and ultimately cultivating purpose to where you can be a pillar in your community and not not detriment to your community. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, the first thought black, that pops in my head, I'm sorry for cutting you off. Um, no worries. Where do we get these tools from? Because, you know, I think one of the biggest ones that stood out to me that you mentioned was nurturing. And uh, I just had yeah. this conversation recently with someone about my own father. And, uh, you know, he didn't really know much about how to nurture me emotionally because he never had it and he never was taught how to express himself. So, you know, for some of us that, I mean, and, and granted I've gotten to a place in my own life to be able to do that, but like, how do we, I guess, how do we help each other get those tools? Um, one of the major things I would say, as far as learning nurturing, um, I would honestly say black women or or royalty when it comes to nurturing. And that is the best place to start is to get, even if it's just a friend that is a close friend or an elder black woman in the space to teach you um, and honor you and show you how to love you. Um, because I think one of the best things about learning to nurture others is learning how to nurture yourself. So if you get someone that is familiar with that energy already to know how to nurture themselves and nurture others, that is the best way to learn nurturing. Um, as an as an example, if you just look how they show up for each other, you know what I mean? Black men don't show up for each other like that in that capacity. You know what I mean? Like they show up for each other. They are strong for each other. They are soft for each other. They listen for each other, to each other. They care for each other in a way that they can see themselves in the other person. You know what I mean? Like they imagine like if you can imagine a scenario where they you see them cross paths, it, you know, something that we do, we'd be like, 
like, yes, hair. Okay, hair. Right, yeah. <laughs> let's, go, let's go, let's go, Jordans. Okay, Jordans. I see you, Jordans. Yeah. And then it make you feel good because yeah. they acknowledge it, you know what I mean? And that's something about their energy as a whole that they have a masterful power over is to make you feel special for something that's that's so little. That's I, so little. I I think oh man it, it and it feels complex in the sense of men and masculinity because mm-hmm. I think about what you're saying and I feel like a lot of times men don't give each other that just for internalized homophobia. But then when I think yeah. of oh another thing oh man we got to touch that okay okay yeah but when I think of the queer community a lot of men don't give it to each other because I don't know, you know, cause I, I, I think about really? that with, yeah. And I, and I say that because I think about that with some people where like, you know, there, there's this, this thing of throwing shade sometimes where it's like, I'm going I'm to give you a compliment, but I'm also give you a, like a backhanded compliment. Like I'm a, I'm a throw a joke into this compliment as opposed to, and, and maybe, maybe it's the lack of vulnerability, like removing homophobia and all Ooh. that. Maybe it's just the lack of vulnerability, you know? Ooh, yeah. Oh, oh, man, that's heavy. That's heavy, the lack of vulnerability. And it's because a lot of us are afraid to be vulnerable. We're taught that vulnerability is weak. It is not a trait that a man should have. It, it shows that it shows that you're prey and not predator. You know what I mean? That's it. We, we do that to ourselves. Matter of fact, we're gonna go back. It's yeah. done to us as kids. Yeah. We're told not to feel this way, not to not to operate in this way because you're a boy. Because you you, you shouldn't be sad. Boys don't cry. You know what I mean? Like that's you're a big boy. What they say, you're a big boy. Yeah. You're a big boy. You don't need to cry. What you what you crying for? Drop yeah. them tears. We're 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 taught to be okay with only anger. You know what I mean? And we got to get to the fact that um, that sadness is okay. And joy is okay. Joy that that puts us in a, a, a spiritual space of understanding. You know what I mean? That And it's interesting. You know, I, I, had, um, I had to come to grips with how that looked for um myself um and one of the ways that i've recently reopened my eyes to vulnerability is um my watching it with my lady um watching p valley with my lady yeah watching watching the hurt and the character murder character and watching uncle cliff nurture him out of that you know what i mean and then and it it put me in the in the mind to say that it doesn't matter what your orientation is that level of nurturing is needed for a man yeah of course and like you to have people around you that care that dearly to have friends that check in on you not just when they want to dump on you but to actually check on you to see how you are as a person to see if you're okay, to see if you're eating, to see if you're drinking enough water, to, yeah. to see if you to to see if you're moisturized. 
Yeah. Because, you know, as your friend, you can't be, I can't let you be out here ashy, you know? <laughs> you know? So, so we have to, we have to get to that too. Like that's, yeah. and honestly, that's, that's a thing. If you go back and look at the level of nurturing of that, Uncle Clifford is a feminine character. That's the embodiment of femininity. Yeah. So that, that is something that we have to learn that divine balance that in every person there's divine femininity and the divine masculinity together and we have to tap into each of those and not be afraid to and not to be afraid of what it looks like because the people that it affect in the best way they aren't going to care that how it looks they're going to content they're only going to care about that and made them feel really special or feel really good in a moment yeah. where they needed it the most. I mean, yeah, man, I I definitely understand that. Um, shoot, I wanted to get into our next segment, which is called the Five Questions of Freedom, sponsored by Feel Free to Feel Free, and uh, we got some fun questions. We got some 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 thought provoking questions, but the first one is uh. Michael Watts or DJ Screw? Oh, DJ Screw. Okay, okay. Um, what does friendship? This second question. What does friendship mean to you? Um, everything, man. Everything is it's divine connection that transcends space and time. Like to me, a lot of the times our friends have walked with us in other lifetimes together. So you're meeting to, you're meeting again for the first time, if that makes sense. It does. It makes perfect sense. Um, what does community mean to you? That's our third question. Ooh, community. You can't have community without unity, man. And and that within the essence of itself, community is the nurturing, the loving, the understanding in truth and in light um, and togetherness. Um, it says it is a we, it is a big we and a little I. Yeah. You know, as I am intricate to the big we and together we are all a part of one and we're one with all. We're not without, we're never alone, but we are always in truth and we're not going to um, necessarily berate the other for the truth, but honor the truth and love for others, even if it's different. Yeah. Fourth question is what is one piece of advice you would give to your younger self? To play more. To play more, to um, not to to not take to heart the position you were put in, to grow up at a rate that you were made to grow up, but to understand that you are worthy just as you are, and you are divinely created. Nothing is wrong about you, your size, your your clothes. Nothing is wrong about you. Nothing. Love yourself. I love you, and I'm in the space now to reparent you, to help you understand that you are worthy 
of being whole exactly as you are. Man, I appreciate you sharing that. Um, our last question is what is one reminder that you want to give to your future self? Love is always free. You know what I mean? And I say that because that's one of my favorite quotes from common. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and I say that because we, we got lost along the way um, with that. And we come and we've turned love into a commodity. Um, but to remind my future self that love is everywhere and it don't cost a dime. Matter of fact, let me rephrase that. It don't cost a dime to hug a tree. Nature is love. The frequency of earth is love. And as long as you are in nature, you are in love. That's it. That's for real, man. Shit, <laughs> man. It's been good to have you on this show. Like, oh, I really appreciate you coming on because, like I said, when, when I started this thing, you was one of the first people listening to it and hitting me up. And just telling me how dope it was. And here we are today, you know, with you being on here. So I really appreciate that, man. Um, where can the people find you? Um, I'm Soul Brother J on all platforms. That's Brother with an A on all platforms, you know what I mean? Um, I would say don't look me up on Facebook because I'm very inactive on Facebook. It's just for family. Yeah. But find find me everywhere else at Soul Brother J. That's what's up, man. Man, I appreciate you coming on. Oh man, thank you for having me. If I if I could just give you your flowers before we close this thing out, I just <laughs> want to give you your flowers, man. Um, because you're brilliant. You're brilliant, brother, for real. I appreciate that. For real, man. In more in more ways than one. Like you've always been brilliant with music, but this is this is next level. This is otherworldly. This is reminding you of the awesomeness that it is your truth, bro. And I thank you for your existence in this space and time, bro. Thank you. Man, I appreciate that for real. Man, yes, thank, thank y'all for listening. This is Mike Brown, and this is The Art of Letting Go. Peace. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of The Art of Letting Go. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to the podcast. Also, please leave a review, rate the podcast, let people know what you think. Let me know what you think. I love to hear from y'all. And speaking of hear from y'all, send me a question. You know, I love to answer questions with my guests. Um, if you go to the Art of Letting Go podcast.com, we have a section where you can ask us a question, ask us anything for the show. Also, if you would like to be a guest, you can request to be a guest and we'll try to fit you in on the show. Um, if you want to further support the show, we do have a Patreon where you can subscribe for as low as three dollars, three dollars. That's thirty six dollars a year. Um, I share music, some of my own music, some music that I'm listening to, uh, exclusive episodes, uh, just all kinds of stuff. Also, there's some merch out there get in touch i love y'all i appreciate y'all for listening this is mike brown and this is the art of letting go